Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Hi, bed crimers. Hope you guys are all doing well. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out my channel. Let me just ask that after listening to this, if you find you enjoyed the video, just do me a favor and smash the like button and consider subscribing. 54-year-old Alec Murdoch cannot be having a good week. The prosecution was able to land two perfect tens over the past four days. The first was when two of Paul Murdoch's close friends, Rogan Gibson and Will Loving, testified that they both viewed the Murdochs as second families to them. They both said that they cared about the Murdoch family and both had positive things to say about Alec's relationship with his wife Margaret and his son Paul. These two guys were the first two witnesses that offered a glimpse into Alec Murdoch's personal life, but both friends also stated emphatically that 100% they are sure that the third voice heard on Paul's Snapchat video that was recorded just five minutes before Paul died belonged to Alec Murdoch. The friends in saying this left no question that Alec was at the kennel at a time when he said he was not there. Their certainty about Alec's voice pretty much places him at the crime scene when the crime went down. The second perfect 10 came serendipitously through what I would call an error on the side of Alec's defense team. His lawyers, Jim Griffin and Dick Herputlian, are longtime legal advisors to him and also family friends. And they asked Rogan Gibson whether he could think of any reason why Mr. Murdoch would commit the crimes he's accused of committing. Gibson replied, not that I can think of, end quote, which was the perfect response for the defense. They were happy. Gibson said that. However, by turning the cross-examination of Gibson from dealing with specific issues in the case, like the Snapchat video, to having him basically testify as a character witness for Alec Murdoch, the defense inadvertently opened the door for the prosecutors to be able to introduce evidence about Murdoch's other alleged crimes, citing questions about whether or not Alec had been a loving father and good provider. Judge Clifton Newman said, and I quote, in the court's view, that opened the door for the state to respond by asking questions, as the state did. That's a huge win for the prosecution. The defense was not too happy about it, and they tried to argue that if the prosecution is going to bring up all of Alec Murdoch's financial issues, the trial is going to last much longer than expected. It's supposed to be about three weeks, and they're saying it would add months. But the judge in a hearing today, without the jury present, said he would permit prosecutors to introduce evidence about Alec Murdoch's other alleged crimes, many of which are financial in nature. In this manner, the prosecutors have a better chance at establishing a possible motive for why Alec allegedly did in his wife and son. The judge cited another case that had its verdict overturned because the judge refused to hear additional testimony because he or she didn't want to extend the trial and take the time. But the defense still isn't completely hiccuping along. 
They have shot down the prosecution's claim that Alec did away with Margaret and Paul, allegedly, to gain sympathy and distract from his financial crimes by stating that Alec could have achieved the same goal without harming anyone. Jim Griffin pointed out that Alec's father was on his deathbed at the time, and everyone at the family firm would have given Alec time to deal with that before they pushed him hard about potential missing funds. The other point that the prosecution has yet to fully explain is how Alec Murdoch could have done in Margaret and Paul within seconds of one another using two different weapons. I'm going to get graphic here for maybe two minutes or so, so if this type of thing is triggering for you, please fast forward. Paul was harmed with a 12-gauge shotgun. Margaret was chased down with an AR-style assault rifle. I say chased down because six fired cartridge cases were found in a walking cane handle-shaped pattern, indicating that both Margaret and the shooter were moving as each shot was fired. 52-year-old Margaret had five distinct gunshot wounds. One wound to the left side of her torso and head included injuries to her left breast, lower jaw, ear, skull, and brain. Other injuries identified were to Margaret's left wrist, left thigh, upper abdomen through the lower back, and a downward trajectory shot to the right back of her head, injuring the skull, brainstem, cerebellum, and right side of her upper back. This is heartbreaking to hear. This lady, by all accounts, loved her kids and lived to take care of her family. I'm pretty sure all she wanted in return was to be loved and cherished. I just had to get that in there because it pains me to see a woman in the prime of her life literally shot down like this. She had so much more life to live, and her elderly parents should not have had to bury her. 22-year-old Paul had two distinct gunshot wounds to his chest and shoulder and to his head. The latter included an entrance wound to the left shoulder and left side of the neck, proceeding upward from front to back until the gunshot exited the right side of the apex of his head. This injury produced an aspiration of blood into his upper airway. The second shot produced a cookie-cutter pattern in the left side of his chest, then continued through his left arm. The crime scene investigator's analysis indicated that Paul was shot in the chest first, then shot in the upper left shoulder and face as he was moving toward the kennel door. An expert named Tom Bevel stated that an evaluation of the t-shirt Alec Murdoch was wearing at the time the first officers arrived found that six recognized bloodstain pattern experts all agreed that the best explanation for stains on Alec's t-shirt are spatter from approximately the bottom third up to the top of the shirt, while blood on the bottom third could be transferred to the shirt from contact with the bodies after they were shot. All the experts agreed, according to Bevel, that they cannot identify some other mechanism to create the distribution and sizes of the questioned stain spatter. The defense is challenging Bevel's analysis, 
They're arguing that the blood was transferred from the bodies to Alex's shirt by contact after Paul and Margaret were shot. They're also saying that Bevel changed his analysis after meeting with state law enforcement division agents, SLED agents. If Alec Murdoch acted alone, how did he pull all this off in mere seconds? Did he have the two weapons loaded and hidden somewhere in bushes or perhaps in the dog kennel? Did he place himself somewhere just prior to harming the victims so that neither Paul nor Margaret saw him coming at them until it was too late to get away? I do get the feeling that Paul was injured from behind as he was headed out of the dog kennel structure. He was found resting face down just outside the doorway with his right foot and shoe inside the threshold. Margaret was outside, not too far from Paul. I think she heard the shots ring out for her son, and then she took off running. But there was no way she could outrun an AR-style rifle, especially once she was shot in the thigh. She was basically felled and then received a point-blank shot to her back and head. As I've said before, whoever did this was intent on making sure both victims were wholly and completely without life. This was, as they say, overkill. So could Alec, who was a skilled hunter, much like our friend Barry Morphew, could he have pulled this off alone, or did he have help? Was there a second shooter? Some people have tried to speculate that Alec's eldest son, Buster, may have helped him. I do not believe that because I'm pretty sure law enforcement established Buster's alibi early on, and if it wasn't rock solid, he too would have been charged. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories, hey, could you do me a favor? Smash that like button, subscribe to my channel. Both of these things really help. See you next time.